Earthbed Muscle is a grassroots supplement company created by some of the best strength coaches in the United States to provide their athletes with wholesome supplements. Earthbed Muscle has changed the supplement industry with their minimal ingredient approach to sports nutrition. Dane's platform is also brought to you by the Acceleration Diet. The Acceleration Diet is a customized weight loss program catered to each individual, their needs, and their schedule. Accelerate your metabolism today with the Acceleration Diet. Finally, Dane's platform is also brought to you by Holistic Encapsulations. Holistic Encapsulations provides organic hemp extract with an incredible 27 to 1 CBD ratio. Loaded with CBDs, hemp extract has been shown to decrease anxiety, have a positive impact on cancer, improve sleep, improve brain function, and decrease inflammation. Head over to HolisticEncapsulations.com today and get on the path to holistic recovery. Alright, here we are, episode 4. Dane's platform. This one, uh, this one's a pretty good one here. I'm, I want to focus on just a, a couple things that I believe are absolutely imperative to becoming elite at absolutely anything in life. Could be athletics, could be business, could be parenting, could be um, you know being a spouse, a, a good spouse. Anything in life, I believe this topic will have a good carryover for us. So. Again, thanks to the sponsors, Holistic Encapsulations, Earth-Fed Muscle, Acceleration Diet. I'm down to 235.2. This is the lightest I think I've been. I know it's the lightest I've been since I was, since I was what, 20, 27 years old, I think. Uh, 26, maybe, when Link, Lincoln, before Lincoln was born, so I was 26. Um, so what is the episode on? The episode is on learning from losing. Okay, so I have a lot of experiences with kids at the gym and, you know, me in general growing up as a loser. <laughs> and, you know, just as a coach, me trying to convince parents that it's okay to lose and it's okay to, you know, deal with losing at a young age and in fact it's preferable to lose at a young age because you get a kid if you can get a kid to lose at a young age you can teach them what losing means what you can learn from losing and how you can improve upon uh, yourself as an individual in regards to you know the lessons and and why um, so what I've always found is that First, when people lose, the, the first thing that happens is they always want to blame somebody else. They always want to, you know, say it was the coach's fault or, and, and you know, it very well might be. Or they want to blame um, their opponent for cheating or the refs or if it's a business deal, it's, it's oh, well, our product's good, but it's uh, people are stupid. They're not buying our stuff or whatever. It, there's always some place to put blame and I think that just always goes back to you know growing up when you're a child I believe it's incredibly imperative that your parents and if your parents if you're a parent today that you start the, the lessons of losing don't actually start with losing but they they start with not getting what you want you know, so I, I like to use Lincoln, my six-year-old, as an example, or or Sanderson, he's two. Um, more so Lincoln because he's at an age where he's starting to comprehend logic to an extent. He's not 
super logical yet. It's usually around seven or eight where their logic and reason are like really cemented into their um, into their understanding. But he's slowly comprehending reason. So what what's happening is 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 you know there's certain things Lincoln might want to do or he might want to have or he might want to get or he might want to you know be able to you know again be able to do and my wife and I don't want him to do that for whatever reason it might be we don't have time we don't have money we don't have you know the space in our home we don't have anything that is in regard to what he may or may not want um, now keep in mind Lincoln is not he's not a high maintenance kid at all he's very laid back I'm just using this as an example so what I believe happens at that young of an age is that if you can teach your kid that you don't get, you know, you can't always get what you want, just like Vic Jagger always said, that when you can teach them, they can't always get what they want. And there's a logical explanation for that. And you tell them and they understand, or you, you at least try to get them to understand then moving forward, they learn from an uncomfortable situation. You know, a kid wants something, he doesn't get it, he cries, he whines, he wishes he had it. Even if there's an explanation, you know, he might hear it and it takes time for it to sink in. And then he does get over it because he comprehends, okay, you know, we don't, have, you know, our house is 800 square feet. We don't have room for a mechanical bull or something along those lines. <laughs> um, so it comes back to those beginning stages of not getting what you want in the beginning of, of existence and then learning that there's an explanation for why you can't get what you want. Um, and, that, and that carries over into the uncomfortable position of losing. So what do you do when you lose? Do you blame someone else? Do you... Um, as parents, when you're you know even watching your child, do you blame the coaches or 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 instead of doing that, do you do something productive, such as analyze what happened, analyze what caused the loss or what caused the outcome, or what caused the situation, and then you know proceed forward. So these are all very logical things that sound very simple, but they're not because there's so many emotional things involved with, um, with losing and you feel bad and the kids feel bad and, and everybody's crying and, and there's just all these issues. And it's, and, and it's very, very hard to sift through the emotional side and get to the logic and reason side and get to like what caused these things. And, and it's something that, I've, you know, myself struggle mightily with even from even from the business perspective is that, you know, we might sit there from the business side and, um, you know, running garage strength, you know, we, we might have certain issues, we might lose a client or we might have, uh, you know, complaints or whatever. And I even want to sit there and when someone does complain, I'll, I, I'll get defensive, you know, oh, well, we, we do this, that and the other thing. And instead of listening to them, and hearing them out and hearing the reason behind why they aren't happy about something or why they left the gym or whatever, you know, instead of doing that, I get defensive, but instead, you know, I, I have grown up slightly. I have matured a little bit. Now I'm 33 and I will sit there and actually listen, take in what they're saying, 
evaluate what they're saying, see how we can put it into a plan, and see if we can uh, move forward with with whatever it is that they may have uh, problems with. And if we can't, well, then, you know, so be it. But if we can, well, then in the future, we'll prevent that uh, another individual from leaving our company or from leaving Garage Strength. And, you know, that's the same thing with uh, our sponsor, EarthFed Muscle. With EarthFed Muscle, you know, different products may have failed, different, you know, marketing strategies may have failed, you know, and we may have spent a ton of money on different areas. But the whole goal is to constantly adapt and learn from mistakes and learn from our business failures and then move forward with them. And I think that that's something that I personally struggled with and up until maybe even this last year, year and a half, uh, that I would struggle with analyzing, stepping back, analyzing the system failure, looking at where the system failure occurred, and then you know addressing that failure moving forward with a with a properly designed plan and improving that that system so that that failure does not occur any any further um and again this goes back to as a child not acting like a baby when you lose and and not and learning how to how to handle those changes or 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 random negative things that occur in life at at, a, at such a young age so I think one of the overriding things that I see in parents that, that cause this failure and this failure to connect with losing is everyone, you know, again, it, it, it always goes back to this instant gratification. I know that's such a, a like a sound word uh, or uh, whatever those things are called where it's, it's just like a sound bite, like, oh, instant gratification. Oh, everybody just wants instant gratification. But in reality, it is it is accurate. Everybody wants to sit here and everybody wants to be the best now. Everybody wants to sit here and everybody wants to be the, you know, the, they want their kid to be the next Olympic champion. They want their kid to go to the NFL. They want their kid to be in the major leagues. And, and little Johnny's been talking about being a major league pitcher since he was seven years old. So it's got to happen. Even if by the time he's 16, he's still not starting varsity for the high school baseball team. He still He still has that dream. And I think that, these problems of of failing to teach your kid at that young of an age that they can't always get what they want. Little Johnny, you didn't put any work in to be a major league pitcher. So, therefore, you're not going to be a major league pitcher even if you have that pipe dream. Sorry, okay? That's, that's again, teaching your child from an early age. They can't always get what they want, and there must be that logical reason behind why they aren't accomplishing these certain things. And I think what what leads us into the next realm is that we come into the next world and and then it and then it becomes okay, well what happens when you do have an athlete that has been training for 5 or 6 years. And I'm not talking about like a a Joe Schmo athlete. I'm talking about someone who's top notch, like someone who's pretty legit, like like top five, top ten in the U.S. in whatever sport, wrestling, weightlifting, throwing, um, you know, maybe they're a, a Division two football player, but they really want to be a Division one football player. But they put all that effort in, and they, they train really hard, and, they, and they're, they're in the weight room all the time. They're running hill sprints, and they're, you know, they're, they're doing what they think is enough. But are they? And I think that that's where that, 
you know, that next level of learning from your losses becomes very, very important. And that as you mature as an individual, specifically in athletics, you need to constantly reevaluate where you are at in your sport where and where your vision is of where you want to go in that sport and then how you can transfer what you're doing in that sport and the lessons that you're doing and that you're learning from losing in that sport into life in general later on and later on in life and i think that's where we fail miserably all of us fail miserably um with everything is that you know, myself included, I, I was a failure as a shot putter. I, I never All-American, and I never did all these things. But why was it? Well, it was because I didn't communicate well with my coach. It was because I didn't do things that I should have been doing, and instead I was drinking and doing all these things. But I never took those life lessons that I had learned, like, hey, I should have communicated better with my coach when I was throwing. And I never took those into the real world where I said, hey, you know, when my wife and I have arguments, why is it? Well, it's because generally it's because I'm not communicating with her well. I've never, I never, you know, I failed miserably at learning from those losses at an early age and then applying them later on when I was, you know, in the professional world or in, in my life as a parent and a, and a spouse. So I think what that goes into is that, you know, we have these, athletes and and some of them you know, a lot of this does have to do with my own gym because i sit here and i see things and i i want to analyze and say you know are they doing all the work that i want them to do and that's where as coaches we need to take a step back and say okay well we have this plan set up we're writing this full-blown plan for them but are they giving you know do they have what their goals are in the back of their mind do they have their end goal in the back of their mind when they come to training, do they have their end goal in the back of their mind when they're taking their supplements, when they're eating every meal? Is do they recognize that that meal could have an impact on them and and could be the reason why they last lost on the platform or on the mat or in the swimming pool or on the basketball court? You know, they they ate McDonald's and then they they went out partying till 3 a.m. and then they woke up, they were hungover, and they skipped the workout. And these are all little things that need to be factored in as you become more and more elite those things matter so it's not just learning from the loss and realizing oh well i lost because i can't always get what i want well now it becomes no i lost because i refused to acknowledge the lessons that losing taught me you know, after I'd been in the sport for five or six years. And it's the same, you know, I have the same thing. I went through a period at Garage Strength where I sat there and I and I hated when my athletes got hurt. I didn't want to admit that they got hurt. Because I sit there, oh, well, if they got hurt, hurt well, it's, it's got to be from my poor training. Well, that's not necessarily true. If, if my kids got hurt, if my athletes got hurt, they might have got hurt playing football, and then they came in and they did a back squat and they hurt their back but they were already compromised from football, you know, or, or they're a weightlifter and they're training six days a week and wear and tear and inflammation occurs. And that thing need, and that stuff needs to be handled properly and dealt with. And so what did I do? I got in contact with uh, John Giacalone at a uh, mobility doc. And, and, you know, I said, okay, this is the best way for me to handle inflammation and f- or for my athletes to handle inflammation and to handle the stress and to handle the joint, uh, joint, or to to improve joint integrity and all these things so 
John and I started working together and we could sit there and say, okay, based off of training, this is what's happening. And these are the, the likelihood, you know, with this individual, let's just say in, in layman terms, that this person's quad dominant, that person's hamstring dominant. Well, this is what could arise as the next injury. And that could arise as the next injury, injury on this person. And what ended up happening is I, what did I do? I improved my system. I improved my system. I found somebody who knew that field better than I did. And instead of having system failure, we had dramatic system improvement and we're, we're still succeeding with that. And I, and I think that that is where everyone needs to learn from losing is that at any level, there's lessons to be learned. And it even, you know, next thing you, 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 you go into the, the elite level athlete at the very, the best of the best. And so we'll talk about you know, Jordan Burroughs. He's an Olympic champion, five-time world champion. 2012 Olympics, he mowed everybody down and won the Olympics. Won the world title uh, 2013, 2014, 2015. Goes to the Olympics, 2016, goes 0-2. He's the best in the world. The best. He hasn't lost in four years. Goes 0-2 at the Olympics. Doesn't win a match. Everybody said his career is over. Everybody said Jordan Burroughs is done. Everybody said he's, he's never going to win another match. He's not even going to represent the U.S. ever again on the international stage. He's not even going to get out of U.S. national championships. He's not going to beat David Taylor or uh, Kyle Dake. He's not going to do it. He can't do it. What did he do? He went out this year, 2017. He won the U.S. national title, represented the United States, at the World Championships in Paris for freestyle wrestling, and he won a freestyle world championship. So he came back from the worst year of his career, 2016, the worst year of his career, comes back 2017, wins a world title. But what did he do? He sat there and he said he wasn't managing his time. You know, he could have made all these excuses. He's aging. He's 30 years old now. He's got two kids. He's got a wife. He's got, I think he has a third kid on the way. You know, he's, he's trying to promote his brand, the Jordan Burroughs brand, and, and, and he's trying to get into coaching a little bit more at Nebraska, and he's trying to do all these things. He could have made those excuses, but instead he sat there after the Olympics and he said, I, I, I didn't manage my time properly. You know, there were certain little things I wasn't doing with my nutrition. There were certain little things I wasn't doing with film study, and I wasn't analyzing certain things that I was, you know, mistakes I was making on the mat. There was certain things in, in the wrestling room that I was skipping out on that I should have been hammering. This is the best guy in the world, not making excuses, not blaming anybody, but sitting there and saying, I screwed up at the, in 2016, and I want to come back, and I want to win a world title. And everybody laughed in his face. And, what, and again, what did he do? He learned from losing. He became a better wrestler by going 0-2 at the 2016 Olympics. And, you know, he comes back, wins a world title. And he even said himself, there could be any little thing that we're not thinking about. Your sleep patterns. And I say this all the time with my athletes. She's like, when you go to bed, I want you to meditate for 10 to 15 minutes prior to bed and then get in bed so that your, your recovery is completely there, that you're fully recovered, that you're ready to take a good night's sleep so that you do have optimal recovery. But, you know, some people go to bed with the TV on. Some people go to bed just staring at their cell phone. Some people go to bed listening to music. And that stuff, the media and the 
and the uh, blue lights, that can disrupt your circadian rhythm with sleep patterns. And so those little things matter. You know, Burroughs, you know, I, I want to take care, care of my body a little bit better. I got to start doing a little bit more mobility. I, I got to be working a little bit more on my explosiveness as he, he was losing that as he was aging. So what did he do? He did that. But it's those little tiny things, the little, little, little things that at the elite level, many people don't even think about. But if you're aging, you've got to think about it because every little detail matters. So are you, you know, if you're the at the top of your game, if you're Jordan Burroughs, are you sitting there focusing on the purpose of every activity in training? Are you giving each purpose and each activity 100% focus or are you sitting there on your cell phone in between reps just because that's what you used to do when you were younger? And that's the thing is that you can screw around on your cell phone. You can be, you know, you don't have to be super focused when you're, middle of the pack and you're 19, 20, 21 years old, but as long as you just keep doing the work, you're going to keep getting better. But when you get to that next stage where you are the cream of the crop and you want to win a world title, you want to win the Olympics again, you need to analyze every single thing and act and acknowledge that every single per every single activity that you're doing in training has a purpose to achieve your end goal every single thing and that is absolutely crucial for an athlete to understand it's crucial for a business person to understand that every single thing you do as a business the way your system runs the way you like if, if you know we run e-commerce the way like our customer service is running the way our our analytics are running on our website the way our 3pl is running when we when our fulfillment company the way how fast that are we getting the our products made and manufactured for us. Every single thing, every small detail has an impact on that bottom line and what your profit's gonna be and how you're gonna pay your bills and how you're gonna make money. Every single thing. And I think that those aspects from the elite level all the way down to when your kid's six years old need to be taught at an early age, you know, and reinforced over and over and over again. So if I'm sitting there, Jordan Burroughs learned at the age of 30 when he was at the peak of his career how to still be a better wrestler, how to still be a world champion. Even after he got his ass beat in the Olympics in 2016, he still had something to learn. You know, then we go to the middle of the pack guys that are just coming out of college and they're, and they're international guys or whatever. It could be in any sport and they're just trying to get onto that international scene. Those guys need to recognize and those women need to recognize that every little thing matters. What are you eating? How are you maintaining your body? Are you recovering? Are you meditating? Are you, are you focusing on sleep or are you, are you still have a pacifier of watching TV before bed? Like that just blows me away. And then down into the high school level, we're sitting there going, okay, teach these children about a system. When you get homework, what's the system? You go, you know, you go home, you open your backpack you have your homework assignments written down. Then when those homework assignments are written down, you accomplish that homework that night so that you're prepared for the next day at school. That's a system that's created. And if we can teach these kids every single thing that you're doing in life has a check system so that you know that you're, you're, that you're doing it, you know that the accountability is there, and you're not losing things, and then you know how to handle stress.
And that's ultimately the big thing here is that you can handle the stress of learn losing. You can learn from losing by analyzing the stress and preventing it from happening again by learning from what caused you to lose. You know, again, let, let's just use this one more time. This example with Burroughs, as he said, you know, some of the stuff he was doing on the mat, or let's use an MMA fighter, you know, oh, we, uh, you know, why, why did you get knocked out? Well, I got knocked out because when I was taking body shots, I put, I dropped my hands. And when I dropped my hands, I, I was exposed to a high head, a high head kick with the leg and I got my, I got knocked out. That's why I lost. Okay. So what's going to happen in the future? In the future, in the next fight, when I'm taking body shots, I'm not going to drop my hands. I'm going to prevent those body shots from happening, but I'm still going to keep my hands up, you know, to block any leg kicks. That's what an MMA fighter is doing. And that's what we need to do in life is sit there and say, okay, Little Johnny got upset when he lost his little league baseball game. But why did he get why did he get upset? Well, he got upset because, you know, Wednesday night he got homework and and he didn't do his homework till Friday and his dad was mad at him and so on Friday because he hadn't done his homework, he wasn't allowed to go to baseball, so then he didn't get the reps in that he needed to get in in the batting cage so that on, you know, on Saturday he didn't strike out. Well, again, Teach little Johnny that system of management from the time he's six years old. You come home, you pull out, you know, your homework. What are your homework assignments? Okay, you got to do them now. They have to be done tonight because tomorrow we have X, Y, and Z to do. And even, I know this sounds ridiculous, but even with kids at that age, they like routine. But there's some points where the kid might, I don't want to do my homework right now. Well, it doesn't matter. You deal with the emotions of that moment and say, no, you have to do your homework now. That's the rule. You have to do the homework now. That's the system. Just because emotionally you want to do something else doesn't mean you can. You do it now and you fix that now. You deal with that hard emotion immediately so that later on, when they're you know on that Friday or Saturday, when they don't strike out, you don't have to deal with it. And then that system is established and they understand the value of that. So then when they're 16, they're, they're, they're hitting a game-winning home run. And then when they're in college, they're, they, they hit a game-winning home run to win the College World Series. And then all of a sudden, they're going to the major leagues because you imprinted and instilled a system on how to handle losing and how to prevent losing from occurring by addressing the system failures. So again, find out where you failed, find out where the what caused the loss to occur, learn from it, improve, go forward, become a better parent, become a better kid, become a better adult, become a better athlete, become a better business owner and a better spouse, and constantly, constantly, constantly learn from losing. Peace. At this time, we want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Dane's Platform. Remember to look out for our next episode and check out our sponsors, Earthfed Muscle, The Acceleration Diet, and Holistic Encapsulations. Peace! Goddamn you, Sam Addis. <laughs> <laughs>